Estás escuchando Remedial Juggernomics, viniendo a ti en vivo desde el hermoso Puerto Rico. Excepto que no realmente, porque esto es una grabación. Hi, I'm your host, David Gossett. Welcome back. This is episode 3 of Remedial Juggernomics, a deep dive into the discography of the insane clown posse. And uh, if you understand that very, very battered and horribly enunciated Spanish, I am actually recording in Puerto Rico, which is a beautiful island, and I actually really love it here. Get mofongo if you've never had it. It's great. It's like mashed potatoes, except it's plantains or yuca. It's great. You can put it with anything. Anyway, you would think that all the all the breeze and the ocean waves and the sights and sounds and smells of this of this great this great place would distract me from my my juggalo work you would be incorrect that's right I had to bring all my gear here for recording purposes because by gum this has to be done for the good of the land and uh, what better good of the land can there be than analyzing a song off of Carnival of Carnage, entitled Redneck Ho. Uh, I certainly can't think of anything better to bring into the world. So, initial thoughts before we get into it. I was not expecting a lot out of this song, mainly because, again, it's called Redneck Ho, and uh, for a while that did not disappoint, although it did take a bit of a turn near the end, which I appreciated in its own uh, little beautiful way, which we'll get into in a moment. So a quick thing I wanted to get into is I did not realize this at the time, but at least for the first album, there were technically like three members of the Insane Clown Posse. Now we know the big two. You've got your Violent J, and you've got your Shaggy 2 Dope. But... Uh, it turns out the third member, uh, who went under the name uh, John Kick Jazz, came in on this track and gave uh, my favorite verse of this song, anyway. So he is, oh, uh, Shaggy Two Dope's brother. Look, it's confusing because Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope are both named Joseph, and it makes looking things up a little confusing from time to time. But anyway, that's how that relationship worked. Anyway, apparently he did just a few tracks and then apparently said that the the group was taking up too much of his time and then he just like pieced out. Seems like a very like mean thing to say to your brother and his friend who are trying to make an album and all that. Anyway, that being said, still he's kind of got my favorite part of the song even if it's maybe not the best part lyrically speaking like it's not technically sound or anything but again it's all it's all baby steps baby we're working our way out it's just the magic of the beast so redneck ho now what do you think this song is about to start off cuz i'll go ahead and tell you it's about um a redneck ho those 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 good old boys from detroit have come themselves down to the south that's a gross phrase that i just said cuz i didn't think through They've come to the south, and they have found themselves a, a redneck hoe, and they will uh, have Congress with them, know them in the biblical sense, as it were. So this kind of continues a thing. I was not expecting this much uh, romance or, or love to be present in Carnival of Carnage, but they're surprising me at every turn. Most of these things are, are not much 
My favorite lyric so far uh, does come from Shaggy 2 Dope. Because this is all just disparaging rednecks. Which, as I'm from the South, as you may know, would be a problem, but I'll get to why I'm okay with it in a minute. Uh, Shaggy 2 Dope is explaining things he'll put up with. Also, they say the B word a lot, which is disrespectful to women. Don't do that. Come on, man. To quote, uh, with some a little bit of censoring for, you know, the children who are listening to this. B, if you let me hit, I don't care. You can play your Wayne Newton stuff. I can take a little Conway Twitty when I'm sucking on a redneck titty. That little couplet at the end is beautiful, and I love it. <laughs> it's very good. Also a bit of a call. Excuse me. There's not much to it. It's literally just, I'm going to sleep with the farmer's daughter and also disparage her for for working and toiling in the fields. Which, given that ICP has come from, from blue-collar roots and, and lower class and all that, you think they would be a little kinder to, to the plight of the common man, which is something that I can get on a soapbox about, but not so much. Now, there is a reason for this. And it turns out they don't hate rednecks. They don't hate rednecks, necessarily. They don't hate the South, necessarily. What they hate is bigotry and racism. And at this point, I went, hell yeah, that's pretty great. John Kick Jazz with his stuff. Again, I'm going to maybe censor it a little bit. But to start off, my rap song can't even hang with the wicked stuff you've done. You go lynching with your gang on a brother or a Mexican. This stuff may never quit. Bigots may never learn. I'll cut your mother-effing throat out, bigot. Now it's your turn. Now these are lyrics that you and I can get behind. Let's get rid of bigots. Let's do it. Let's stop lynchings. Let's do it. I am cool with that. This song surprised me. Yes, I enjoy that very much. So we get a little bit of their values. They mentioned earlier in, I believe... What was it? Uh, the juggler. Some enmity towards the South. And I wasn't, I didn't have a full idea on it. I just knew that uh, apparently there was a little bit of a, a, a bad time in their youth coming up in the South. I believe it was Violent J. Um, although now, based on this connection, it could have been Shaggy Tudo. Or they just all shared this connection. I don't know. So yeah, knowing that it, it, this this disdain for the South comes from a place of disliking racism and bigotry. I'm actually pretty cool with this, and I'm on board. So, how did I actually enjoy this song? Um, I mean, it's okay. It's not it's not the tippy towel. It's no first day out. And in terms of cohesion, like I said, the first two are just about a redneck hoe, and then the third one, uh, John Kick Jazz is is speaking truth to power. So, while I appreciate that, it does kind of make it seem like the odd man out of the song. So, it's a little disjointed. Now, the beat itself, when you hear it, is laid back and twangy. Like, the actual beat for this song and for, uh, well, basically, like, yeah, the beat for this song is, is pretty solid. I'm okay with it. I enjoy it. Uh, there's a little bit where you just have the beat itself and... I liked it. Here's a little here's a little taste for you. I could have that on the background as like a, you know, 
phone tone or whatever, my ringtone. That's what cell phones have, ringtones, right? I don't know. I'm old. I don't know what they're called anymore. But yeah, this is a little scattershot, but again, my mind's a little scattershot. I'm in Puerto Rico, not at my house, with all of my notes and things like that. Yes, I do have notes for this show. More work goes into it than is probably felt during these recordings. But uh, now is the time for me to rank this one. As we know, I'm going to be ranking these songs from best to worst, I suppose, as I'm going along right now. We just have four on the list at the top. First Day Out, which is about getting out of prison, finding some love, and bartering with fried chicken. And, of course, at the dead last is the title track, Carnival of Carnage, which is just garbage and I hate it. It's real, real bad. So, sing it over. Like I said, it's enjoyable. It's not as good as First Day Out. Definitely, it's not. And I think in terms of cohesion, uh, that's going to knock it a little bit in my eyes. So, I am going to slot that in underneath uh, just the intro track on Carnival of Carnage. So, it is going to be going in Redneck Ho at number three. So, there we go. There's that. It's very momentous. Very dramatic. I'm going to have to come up with some kind of dramatic thing to put in there. If you would like to get in touch with me, again, you can find me on Twitter, at It's Gosset Yo, uh, on Instagram, at SuperGosset64, because I'm all about narcissistic branding. And you can find this show, like, subscribe, uh, like it, tell your friends, what have you. I believe I should be up on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts at this point in time. I have submitted them and should be good to go. If not, again, find me on Podbean. I'm all good. You you wouldn't be able to find this if it wasn't there. Until next time, keep on uh, J-U-G-G-L-I-N in the USA. J-U-G-G-L-I-N in the USA. That doesn't work. That's not very good. Um, okay. Mm, bye.